When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good day. Welcome back to First Take, coming to you live from Las Vegas. One hour in the books, one hour to go. We're having a good time. Two days away from Super Bowl 58. And that's the site of it. Allegiant Stadium, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Will it be Mr. Irrelevant or will the dynasty continue for Patrick Mahomes? And don't forget, we got action on the hard court as well. Six college basketball games highlight our ESPN schedule Saturday. This is our featured matchup. Number four, Kansas. So it's number 13, Baylor in a Big 12 Sonic blockbuster. Six Eastern, three Pacific. It all starts with the college game day crew at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific from Allen Fieldhouse. Real quick, Shannon, who's number one in the country? You guys temporarily. UConn. UConn. <laughs> temporarily. <laughs> there was a lot of conversation about who was the best dressed, who is the sexiest man at, uh, at ESPN. Is there a lot of conversation? Yeah, yes, between me and some of the higher-ups, right? Hey, Stephen A., step up your game. RC, step up your game. Shay Shay, step up your game. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You see it here. What y'all going to do next? Well, Only thing I'm going to say to my counterparts on first take, step up your game, bro. You know what I want to say? (laughs) What is all that? You know what I want to say? Richard Jefferson, a champion, exceptional (laughs) basketball player. He about to get fired from ESPN. Because his damn wardrobe, I mean, something wrong with him. Something wrong with, something, something, something wrong with Richard Jefferson. Yeah. If you're not careful, you understand what I'm saying? They're going to let you go because ESPN going to call Chippendales and say, yo, yeah. he, oh. he clearly yeah. wants a you job. You think it's a little revealing? I think, I think it's a little too much. A little revealing? I think it's a, a little, little too much. Too much. It, it, it's I mean, really the, too much. He had the Butch Lewis going on one of the outfits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's something wrong with Richard. No shirt with the gold chain. You know, and I understand, I understand we don't want, we, we, you know, we rocking the styles where it ain't got the, you know, you ain't got to sit up there and have the full break or whatever. But he be having stuff coming up to his damn cast for crying out loud. Something wrong with Richard. He like, he like a something lot of ankle. Something wrong with him. He want to show a lot of ankle. Something wrong okay, with him. Okay, let's just do this. Can I be honest though, Molly? Yeah. What I do love about this, and I don't think, you know, Shannon and Stephen A. really understood, we waited until I got on the show to play that clip. Yeah. Right? There's a oh, reason oh, why it wasn't Strategic. played earlier. Yeah. It's a reason It's a Not reason right. why yeah. why Unk could have on that cold tuxedo jacket the other night and <laughs> make sure he mentions me. Yeah. Because they know I'm on him. But he called you. We can't have a, we can't <laughs> run a clip when he's talking about you and you not on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we got to we get you on. Yeah, yep. you're in their head. Gosh, well, let's just answer it, though. You know what? And I'm going to come to you on this, Mad Dog. Mad Dog, who, oh my do, you, gosh. who do you think is the best dressed on? first take. Right now, I'm going to judge it right now. Yeah, judge it. Stephen, Stephen A's out. He looks like a checkerboard, so he's out. <laughs> okay. No chance. I, the coat kills Shannon Sharp. That is a beautiful yeah. suit. You look, you, you look I amazing. I like the white. You look and you don't wear ties. Dog. You never wear ties. I do not wear ties. You look superb. But you this know what, you man know, is cool. Can let me dime out, RC. I'm gonna dime out, RC, on national television right now, okay? Because you see, we come to work now he's always working. 
but he's modeling most of the time. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm it's like me come to work, and I'm like, this is the work outfit we picked out to show up to work, but that's brother be mod literally modeling. Yeah. And oh, by the way, let me slide in some NFL segments here. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, wait a minute. Now, it's not like we knew we were going to be walking down a runway. Stephen this a. brother walk, he walks out the door, and it's a runway. I'm just, like, I'm just like Super Bowl Sunday. It's a Usher concert with a game around it. You okay. feel what I'm all saying? All right, all right, all right, he should have came yesterday with that outfit and see right, how you feel. I'm gonna get you. The gloves you. kill you, Molly. The gloves. The gloves. Yeah, it's a little you. rough. It yeah, you look like a rough. cat woman, but the, 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 the gloves. Earth the cat. The gloves. Oh my God. Thank you. You know, RC. Yeah, they they don't understand. They're not risk takers. Yeah, no, they're not there like that. I'm gonna be though. I'm going to uh, be. He's, he's going to pull it out of me. Did you see I'm going to be. You was yesterday you taking more chances I'm going to start taking more chances. With the bubble vest over it? I'm going to start, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start taking you more chances. You wore a bright purple suit well, yesterday. No, 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 You're no, no, a risk taker. That, 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 that was fly. With but the that bubble was, vest. But watch. That was watch. brave. RC's going to be shot at what I pull okay. out in the months to come. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to take some chances. I'm going to take some chances. All right. Let's get into the real game. Yeah. Take a look at the odds for the Super Bowl at ESPN Bet. The 49ers are a one-and-a-half point favorite over the Chiefs. The Chiefs were also a one-and-a-half point underdogs in last year's Super Bowl against the Eagles. The underdog has covered the last three Super Bowls. Here's Chiefs head coach Andy Reid about the betting odds being against them. I understand why we're the underdog. I get that. We had some ups and downs during the season. Um, I never feel like an underdog uh, going into a game, but um, I understand why. Uh, it's been situated that way, but it is. It's what it is. All right. Uh, Shannon, who do you see as more of an underdog in this game? Well, I, Andy addressed it. He said, I understand. They've been more consistent in the regular season. Mm -hmm. We struggled. I think outside of maybe the guys in that locker room or Kansas City fans, I didn't expect them to be, be here right. because I watched the way they played all year long. Receivers dropping passes. The offensive line, the most penalized team in football. They didn't do a great job. Patrick Mahomes wasn't paying to, playing to Patrick Mahomes' level. The one thing that's been consistent has been that defense. Yeah. That defense has been outstanding all year. And they rolled that defense. It's hard to say they rolled a defense when you have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. But what Andy is saying without saying Oh, Shannon, uh, one second. We lost your mic. Yeah, I want to kick it to yeah, RC. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, no, I think Andy Reid understands it. And even if you're looking at the people who are analyzing this game, a lot of what we're looking at from a roster standpoint is that the San Francisco 49ers have the best roster top to bottom. The San Francisco 49ers have been the most consistent team. But it also speaks to what Patrick Mahomes has been. And understanding that this isn't the best Kansas City Chiefs set of skilled players. This isn't the best Kansas City Chiefs offensive tackles. This team has still gotten to this point. I don't want to take Unk's point when he was speaking about the defense. But what this defense and Steve Spagnola have been able to do down the stretch of this season has been absolutely amazing. And you're talking about the best big game defensive coordinator of our era in Steve Spagnola. And when you look at this game, it's very hard for me, even in seeing what the rosters are, to expect 
expect that the San Francisco 49ers outplay such an experienced and accomplished team with a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes on Sunday? Not to go over my entire point, what Andy was saying without saying it. When he said he doesn't feel like an underdog, I got 15, they don't. Yep. Why should I ever think I'm going to be an underdog going into the game? And I did not expect them to be here because based on the way they played the entirety of the season, dropping passes, offensive line holding, most penalized offensive line in football, right. the tackles didn't do a great job of protecting Patrick Mahomes. He And Patrick Mahomes didn't play like the Patrick Mahomes that we're used to seeing. Yeah. They rode this defense, and it's hard to say no. a team led by Patrick Mahomes rode their defense here. But when you look at it top to bottom, the 49ers are the more talented football team. Yep. Right. They are. It's just that simple. And so I'm not surprised that they're we, the favorite. We can give it to Doggy here, but just as a distraction, um, do y'all like the shoes Molly's wearing? Yeah. Those are. Uh, I just said. I mean, tell her, tell, 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 I, I haven't seen a heel. How you put the up. heel in the <laughs> middle of the foot? <laughs> tell them we'll pick it out. Tell them we'll pick it out. The heel is in okay. the middle of the foot. What right. kind of. First of all, we'll just do this really quick. So, you think it was all Stephen A? So, so I picked out, I you know, won the bet that UConn was going to win the national championship, so we bet a pair of shoes. And I got these when? For Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, and they're phenomenal. Look at the heel. There we go. Yeah, i I don't know where my camera is. And look at the heel is in I'm the middle of the foot. I'm just giving you an indication of what's coming for you. What was coming. You know saying? That the, the style. Oh, yeah. she, the style points yeah. is what I'm coming. It's not, just coming. I, I it's do coming. have yeah. them on with, I do have them on with socks, which is a little suspect, but yes. it's kind of cold out here. Sometimes it's function and not Jessica Simpson's on. Every truth every truth they made to be told. Every truth they made to be told. Go ahead, Doggy. You, you question me in the gym. If you question me with the wardrobe, like, get I'm out so, of here. I apologize. Go ahead. Apologize. That's okay. what I'm okay. talking okay. about. And they're going to win again. And UConn's going to win again, too. UConn's going to win again? Hey, when UConn wins, are you going to be at the national championship game? No, but I'll, be, I'll bet something that they're not going to win a national championship. Oh, you want to do it right you now? You want 50 bucks on that? Uh, you know, let's lose something more stylistic. Yeah. Okay, what do you want to do? Okay. I'm I in got on a good this. one. Okay. Well, you got to pick a team. I'm not going to give you the whole field. Okay. That's not fair. Here's the team. How'd he get Here's you? the thing. How'd he get if this? UConn doesn't win and gets picked off, I got to go to LA to do a couple of first takes, okay. which is a complete disaster with my schedule. Okay. The other way, if Ooh. UConn wins, I pick the days you got to come to New York to make it most inconvenient for you. <laughs> wow. Wow. Whoa. That's wow. a good one. That is diabolical. Shannon will go like that. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. oh no. Yeah, I think mean, I mean UConn <laughs> might win also. <laughs> First off, for the betting on initiative, yeah. meaning you, big guy over there, yes. if you're going to bet the game, bet the Chiefs on the money line. Yep. Okay. Don't take the point and a half. Okay. The Chiefs yep. on the money line are plus 110, 112, which means, for Molly, if you bet $100 yeah. and the Chiefs win, you win $112. Yeah. Right. So the point and a half doesn't really mean anything. Plus your money back. I'm not rich enough to bet, so no, I need right, to like, hold sure. on to my not money. Rich enough I need to, bet. to, she I need so to keep my money in the bank. Will you say something here? I, she, she lies all the time. Rich okay. Okay. Wait, 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 Molly will walk around yeah. like she's I a pauper. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she's ridiculous. She's yeah. ridiculous. Oh, I mean, yeah. goodness. Uh, but I will go with the overall <laughs> like theme with I. what Shannon said and what uh, my buddy over here, Ryan Clark, said. I, um, I, I think San Francisco is better top to bottom yeah. roster wise, I'm not betting against Mahomes and Andy yeah, Reid. Right. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. Are you going to lose? You got Mahomes sitting over there who's the best quarterback. We all know good he is. Well, and you got Reid who's great off bye weeks. Yes, He's yeah. great off the yeah. bye weeks. 18 and 2. Without, without question. So I'm going those two. My only, my only hiccup with all of that, fellas, Molly, is that yeah. we've seen situations in the past where 
we had expectations and they weren't lived up to on the biggest stage. We didn't expect the Giants to beat that Randy Moss, Tom yeah. Brady, New England Patriots squad. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. No, no, no. A lot of people did not expect that. We didn't expect yeah, the Giants to do that. Not. Okay. When you look at the greatest show on turf, we didn't think New England was going to beat no. them that year. They beat them. We've seen throughout, and we didn't expect the Patriots to come back from a 28 to three deficit and knock off Atlanta. We've seen okay. a lot of things we in the Super Bowl. We got a bump. Yeah. This you know could what? be it. San Francisco got the personnel. You're chilling today. You are so happy. It's just so nice to see you warm and comfortable. I'm oh, glad we, t- we changed the it's conditions. Not, let me say this. We it's not go. that I'm happy. It's that I'm not Roll ticked off. There's a difference. Roll the <laughs> Time to go to break. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits, like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Transitioning to the NFL last night, the awards were announced yesterday and... One of the closest races was the Coach of the Year where Browns' Kevin Stefanski edged out Texans' D'Amico Ryan for Coach of the Year after leading the Browns to an 11-6 record. Okay. Shannon, tell me this. Do you have a problem with Stefanski winning over D'Amico Ryan's? Um, I commend Kevin Stefanski for being able to keep this team together. He lost uh, uh, Deshaun, and he was playing the second, third, and fourth quarterback. Or fourth quarterback, but Joe Flacco gets him off his couch. He's in the carpool lane, and I get that. <laughs> but the Browns were picked to make the playoffs, regardless. D'Amico Ryan's in the Houston Texans. You got a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. That doesn't happen often. I think you probably got to go back to maybe. Uh, John Harbaugh and Joe Flacco, or you go back to Rex Ryan and Mark Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. But it doesn't happen with a normal occurrence. We've seen teams coach or make the playoffs when they lose their starter and have to play other guys. I just feel, based on what the Texans had done and where they were the previous year, I just felt D'Amico Ryan's was a more work. Not to say Stefanski didn't uh, earn it, but I just would have voted D'Amico Ryan's if I had a vote. I agree with you. He would have been my vote, D'Amico Ryan. But what would have tipped the scales for me wasn't just what they were in the 3-13 and season the previous year. It's how moribund and disgusting that organization was the previous <laughs> three years going 11-38-1 and, and firing one coach after another and using the Rooney, abusing the Rooney rule of bringing African-American coaches and then getting rid of them. I was disgusted with the McNairs. I thought that was a disgrace to 
piggyback off of that and a higher D'Amico Ryans and to have that turnaround that they did rookie of the year on offense and defense, I can't say enough about it. I will say this, however, even though I would have picked D'Amico Ryans and I think he deserved it, I'm not that salty about Stefanski yeah, because agreed. when you've got five quarterbacks yep. that you played in the same season and, and you find a way to still be good enough to get to the playoffs despite that turn, you know, that change, I got to give credit where credit is due in that regard. Uh, I would have voted Stefanski for a couple of reasons. First off, I think Stroud hurts Ryan's because he was so good. I think the voters say, well, he had Stroud. He played great. He was the rookie of the year. That's number one. Number two, the Browns are in a tougher division, AFC South, NFC, AFC North. Yeah. So to win 11 there, I think yeah. is pretty significant. And listen, you know, Flacco did come off the, the street, as you said. Yeah, I don't have a major problem with it. I tell you, I was surprised that Flacco won the comeback of the year over Hamlin. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, and Hamlin had more first place votes, yeah. but he got killed with the second place votes, right. and that's why Flacco won. That surprised me a little bit. Yeah. But I don't think you can go two guys. Stevie said, "All right, you want to nibble, you want to do yeah. this, you want to do that. It's nothing that goes crazy. It's not a mad right. about segment. How's right. that sound? Right. So I'm okay with." I agree with that as well. It sort of feels like one of those things when you watch the award shows when they don't when they don't say the winner is, right? When they say the award goes to. Right. Because they know it's not necessarily a situation where someone didn't do enough to get it. They just feel like this one did the most or this one deserves it. And when you look at Kevin Stefanski, you guys have made all the arguments. I do believe he's in a difficult situation because the other situation is understanding what signing Deshaun Watson means. What and who that means you're signing off on. But then to lose him or for him to not actually play as well as he has in Houston, and then you go through, you know, you have DTR, and you're playing yeah. with other quarterbacks. You finally land on Joe Flacco. And to get in the playoffs in the AFC mm -hmm. North is huge. But you can make the same sort of argument for D'Amico Ryan. Yes. Right. You can say that coming into the draft, or even when D'Amico Ryans was hired, it's the worst position that any coach yes. was yeah. in. Right, and you can say now you draft a quarterback second overall, a rookie head coach who's a defensive-minded yeah. head coach with a rookie quarterback isn't supposed to get there. Right. So I see the arguments on both sides. I, I guess I agree with Mad Dog in this. We don't. I'm not upset that Kevin Stefanski won right. it, but like both of you, I believe I would have voted for Demi. There's Ryan. also a plus, and I definitely want to say this with all of y'all on the set here. There's a huge plus that comes from the Stefanski win, uh, win as well in this regard. Now it is about Deshaun Watson. Absolutely. Yeah. Because now, I mean, it's like you see Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Tua Tungvaloa, Josh Allen. You know, you hope Patrick that Trevor Mahomes, Lawrence yeah. and Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert's going to have Harbaugh now. Yeah. You know, all of this stuff going on in the AFC. Deshaun Watson, this is what this team did with you being subpar before you got hurt. And they got to the postseason anyway. And so you know you got a coach in Stefanski. You Thank know you. you got an elite defense led by Garrett. What you going to do, especially yeah. when Chubb comes back healthy and Joku's going to still be there, Amari Cooper, hopefully, all of this other stuff. What you going to do, yeah. Deshaun Watson, we going to find out. And I think that's a beautiful storyline for next season. I'm just talking about interesting, compelling no, that, AFC no, North, AFC period. That, yeah. is, that is, to me, the, the biggest question. I yes. think we all looked at that team and said if Deshaun Watson can get anywhere close to what he was prior they to the year he set oh, out yeah, in Houston, yeah. they can win it all. And he definitely has to not only play well, but also lead 
leave that locker room. But he hasn't played well. He at, hasn't. So, at some point sure. in time, we got to stop saying, well, you know he's been off and he's a little rusty. Bro, they paying you 230. Well, that time is rough yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. I, he's I, had I, enough I, time. He's I, back I now. Feel like, I feel like yeah. last year I got to like, that point. I, got to, yeah. I feel like last year yeah. I was asking, I said, okay, you had the, the back half of the season prior. Right. It's time for you to show us that, one, you're worth the contract, but you can be anything close to the quarterback that made you worth 230 guaranteed. And right. then this team, to me, doesn't play well early. All the pressure is squarely on right. his shoulders. Yeah. Now, he did play really well in Baltimore. He did play well in That was yeah. the game. I just thought of something else. Nick Chubb was hurt, too. Yes. Yes. I said, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you said coming back. Yes. Yes. Did you say, yes. oh, no, but Chubb was hurt yes. for Stefanski with the award. Right. Right. Listen, yeah. listen, guys, Miles Garrett's going to be here in a minute. We'll ask yeah. him about that. But before we let you roll, it has been an incredible season. I love incredible you. Incredible football. I love you. I wish I could be with you more. You're the best. You are a great host. You know how much I love you. I miss anybody. He always does that. He always does that. Did he miss anybody? It's been our best season yet for First Take. And it's all thanks to all of you guys. That's how we get better. Shannon, RC, like we really love you guys. I don't know if I want that man, Miles Garrett, on this show. He's a ringer. Before Miles comes out. He's for this guy. Hey, real quick, Stephen A., I got to ask this guy. Go ahead. What are your Super Bowl plans? Gummy. Solo. Super Bowl party? Are you kidding me? I can't stand that stuff. Absolutely not. I don't even want to see Mrs. Russo. I want to just Wait, hold on. You don't like Super Bowl party? Oh like a nice Oh, my God. I can't stand it. I don't want to see the wife. My man said I don't want to see the wife. I'm not a sit in my room and watch the game. I'm a sports fan. I was just talking about Ryan with his post game. I'll make sure I'll be on top of that. This is your last day of football that you can watch a game into next Labor Day. Savor it. I don't want to sit there and break down something stupid like first take on Sunday at 7 o'clock at night. Give me a gummy, a colon, a little pizza, and let's go Chiefs, baby! Wow, there we there go. go. All right, we love you, man. I'll Dad. see you we'll later. By the, way, by the way, he takes the gummy before the meals in a game and then again during. Yeah, halftime, half, you know. You got to reload. Micro, <laughs> microdosing. For you, I, when you're on, I will be, be good. nutcase, baby. When you're on. <laughs> Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with vivid seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. 
After being a contender for several seasons, Miles Garrett took home his first Defensive Player of the Year award announced last night during NFL Honors. Garrett had 14 sacks on the season, led the Browns to the best defense in the league. The Browns led the league in defensive efficiency, yards per game allowed, and three and out rate among several other categories. Garrett also finished second in pass rush win rate despite facing the third highest double team rate. We now welcome in the 2024 Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett. Congrats, Congrats brother. Congrats. Major. Thank you, Thank you so much. Much well deserved. deserved. A big night for your coach as well. We'll get into that in a second. What did it mean to you to win Defensive Player of the Year? Uh, I mean, it was amazing. You know, something that you know, uh, Cleveland Browns had done yet. So just being able to bring that to, to the city, you know, something that we can you know, we can all rally around. And uh, I couldn't do it without my guys. You know, I have a great team, as, as we can see. You know, ran out the awards, but, uh, you know, great coaching. Schwartz came in and, and really uh, you know, changed the scheme, changed uh, the mindset, and uh, really got us all going. When you look at what Jim Schwartz was able to do, especially the way he moved you around defensively, how much did that help you? And you've always been up for defensive player of the year and one of the, the candidates, but this year you finally win it. How much did Jim Schwartz play a part in that? I mean, he played a, a big role you know, from you know, during the week when we're you know, studying the room and he's going through every single detail, not just with you know, his particular guys. He's going detailing everyone's single job, you know, being passionate about it, making sure that everyone feels involved, whether it's, you know, you're, you're the first guy up or you're the, you're the last guy off the bench, you know, making sure you're prepared for that moment. And you know, just bringing that to the practice field and to the game field. You know, he, he made everyone feel like they were, they were special and, and they can make that game turn to play. And you know, we had you know, guys all over the field doing just that. Miles, you're the number one overall pick. You know the expectations that comes along with that. There was another guy, Bruce Smith. And a lot of people says he has that kind of ability. How important was it for you to win this award and solidify it like, yes, they made the right decision when they took Miles Garrett number one overall? I'm just fortunate to be in the system. I'm just happy to, you know, be with a, a team that supports me, you know, so much as they have and, and uh, show that they did make the right choice. And, uh, you know, the hasn't been completely behind me since I, I stepped foot in Cleveland. And, uh, you know, it was always a goal that I had as soon as I, you know, got into the league, you know, be the best def uh, defensive player. And, you know, whether that was by the, you know, respect of my peers or being uh, respected with the award, now I'm just going to continue to play my game at the highest level and continue to improve. No, you deserve it. You're one of the best in the business. It's just that simple. I'm wondering about your thoughts and emotions when you reflect on your team this year. Mm. If Chubb doesn't get hurt, if Watson doesn't get hurt. The way your defense looked, the way Njoku and Amari Cooper looked, looking at the rest of your squad, as you reflect on this past season, what do you walk away thinking and how are you feeling about next season? I think it's an unfortunate you know, string of events. Mm -hmm. I think if, if we stay healthy, there's, there's no reason we're not playing this Sunday. Mm -hmm. And you know, it hurts every time I think about you know, D-Watt getting hurt, Chubb getting hurt and other you know, big injuries that we had. And, but I'm proud of, of the men that I had in the room, I'm proud of the brotherhood that we created you know, from the you know, training camp all throughout the season and everything we had to fight through, the adversity that we, that we saw. And it was just a, it was just awesome to real, see how those guys rallied. Real quick, how are you guys feeling? Deshaun Watson obviously has been through a lot, but he overcame a lot. He's back in the, in the NFL. He's y'all quarterback. What was it like having him in the locker room for y'all this year? How do all of y'all feel about him, his talent, and what his potential is? I mean, his, his talent is overflowing. I mean, the, the guy is, is special as they come. You've seen that you know, since he 
playing back in Clemson. Yeah. But his leadership is what I believe sets him apart. You know, okay. Being you know, a leader not only in the offense, but you know, going to the defensive side, supporting us you know, on and off the field. You know, the guy just you know, wants to be a great teammate and a great person, and he's, he's been that since he stepped foot here. That's great. You, you get Joe Flacco gets off his couch. The man is in the carpool lane. <laughs> he's picking up his kids. He just have you know, eating Cheetos. Ordering he's, McDonald's. Yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden he comes in. What was your expectations? You get a guy that's 38 years of old, seemingly no one wanted him in the offseason. He wasn't in anyone's camp, and here we are, what? week nine, week ten, you guys pick him up. What were your expectations when Joe Flacco comes into the building? Man, once you have it, you never truly lose it. And, you know, he, he came in and, like, he first set himself apart by being a leader, having that experience, that, that calm composure, you know, talking to the young guys, making sure they're, they're all on the same page, you know, getting in with them early, staying late, you know, stuff like that where, you know, you look at a veteran, you don't want to see that guy, you know, leaving early, mm -hmm. leaving before you do. You know, staying with those young guys, making sure we're on the same page. And we get to the game, I, I know this guy. Even though it's first, second, third game with him, you know, we're we're clicking just like that. And then him stepping on the field, and you no, know, he just he just plays so carefree. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I've been here before, and you know, I can I can just you no know, turn right back on. Can I get into the Super Bowl real quick? So you guys beat the Niners earlier in the season. <laughs> what does Kansas City need to do to knock them off? They gotta be real physical with them. You know, we got to be physical at the receiver position and got to got to knock them off the line of the scrimmage. Uh, those guys, you know, if, if you allow them to have you know inch of space, and you let Kittle get free. I think that's the that's the X factor for them. You know, letting letting Kittle have a great game is, is going to tear up any game plan that they have. You no, know, us up front, we we're able to have some success getting Purdy off the spot, yeah. um, knocking those guys back, eliminating the run game. After that, you know, make Purdy win the game and make him win it outside the pocket. That made it real difficult for him. You know, you talk about making Purdy winning it, win it outside the pocket. Patrick Mahomes, which many people believe is the best quarterback of this era, one of the greatest of all time already, having an opportunity to cement that dynasty if he wins his third. As a defensive lineman, what is your approach when you're playing Patrick Mahomes? Frustrate the hell out of him. Mm -hmm. Whether that's through batting balls, you know, put them on the ground, uh, you know, take your shots. You know, you, you just got to you know, make sure that you know, someone has a hand in his face or someone's applying pressure at any given time. Mm -hmm. And if you got the, those chatters on the, the yep. your side of the field, whether they got the Greg Newsom at, at yeah. DB or, or Denzel, you know, let those guys you know, eat up at him. And then you keep on you know, applying pressure. You know, how do you feel that affects him, though? Because we've seen Patrick Mahomes play them all. The Baltimore Ravens chirped and got, yeah. and got penalties. Baltimore. We've seen people drop footballs, you stay but he always game. finds a way. You got to stay in your game. Okay. You, you, can't, you can't get outside of yourself. You know, trying to do something to affect someone else. Right. So they, they were playing a little bit you know, a little bit too far. Yeah. Right. You know, I think the penalties is what really right. hurt them because they were playing a hell of a game you right. know, without those. As the skinny non-football player of the crew here, this is, he wanted to say skinny, skinny. so bad. Who you want to make sure they say skinny? How many pounds are you down? Tell America. I, I'm down 38 pounds. <laughs> This is the wobbles wild thing, though, uh -uh. RC. I didn't know he had 38 pounds to lose. You never looked big. To I'm be honest. I saw an old TikTok clip of uh, uh, Steve Nader. Well, not day. just that. You did exactly. You saw how fat was, my face was and all that. Man, I went from 29.6% body fat. I'm down to 10.5. Oh I ain't playing. But let me get the body fat of a toddler. That is nasty. It's nasty. It's just nasty. I know that. I know it's nasty. I'm saying, Shannon, look. You know it's bad when Shannon looks at you. Shannon is disgusting. Come on. What's your body? What is your body fat? Actually, he was. Stephen A, B, C, D. <laughs> what, is your, what is your body fat? Right now, probably around 10%, 11%. Right, right. 
I ain't there we go. Stay in great shape. RC done that call, is, that RC, is but, but, RC done called me out. That's right. So when I when I see him in like That's March right. or April, right. I'll be down to under five percent. Oh, no, no, no. Let me tell you, not only that, the suit game. I don't know. The suit game. I'm up the suit game. I'm up the suit game for RC while lowering the body fat. Oh, watch. Oh, watch. But let me ask y'all this. I want to throw this. I want to throw this at y'all right now because I'm saying as the skinny dude here, that the non-football dude here, you brought up physicality and you talked about being physical. With, with with San Francisco, yeah. I'm sorry, with Kansas City, right? San no, Francisco. Yeah. 49ers. Kansas, yeah, 49ers. 49ers, I'm sorry. Here's my point. When does that not apply? If you can yeah. beat up anybody in the sport of football, you're going to win. Am right. I right in saying that? I mean, some guys like that physicality. Yeah. Uh, yes. You could try to beat up on the, the, the Ravens. Give me an example. Give me an Steelers. example. Steelers. Okay. No, those guys are going to try to master. Yeah, they're going to try to master that. That's AFC North. Got it. But you no, know, with the the Forty ers they're bullies. You, they consider themselves bullies. Yeah, yeah. Right. they consider the themselves bullies. Runs, but right. no, you if you try to get after them, you know, all game, all four quarters, you keep on knocking out that right. run. Eventually, they're going to relent a little bit. And guys, isn't it true? I always say this stuff when I see a team from Miami. L.A., something like that. I'm going like this. Nah, nah, they, 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 they don't want physicality. They, they want it a little bit. They, 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 they want the, the seven-on-seven seven game. They, right. they, they, they don't yeah. want they, that. They want to play through That's the air. I told you I was right about that. Really but not, right about not about the 49ers that. because everything they do is predicated off the run. And in order to run the football, you have to be physical. But you went up against one of the best offensive linemen in football in Trent Williams, even though he got knocked out of the game. What was up? When you study Trent, what makes him so great. He he takes moves that we do. No, making swim moves, making making like cross chops, arm overs to get by us to get to the to the second level. Or having great feet. He always finds a way to to sustain like at the level. As soon as you think you're about to you know, push him out of the quarterback or make a move, he finds that last like ounce of strength to just you no know, settle up. Yeah. So he, I mean, he's athletic as they come as a left tackle. Yeah, I can say quick. this: he's one of the top three athletes I ever played yes. with. Wow. My last year in Washington, I was wow. with Trent Williams. Wow. He was on the level of Troy Palomalu, Sean Taylor. He was that level of athlete at that position. Big time compliment. All right. The 2024 Defensive Player of the Year, America, Miles Garrett. So great to have you Congrats, with us. Bro. You got Congrats, one word here. I got to go to commercial break. Chiefs or Niners? Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. Right. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When are you playing blackjack with me? As soon as I possible. we were playing. Dude, my life. Friday night. Playing blackjack with you, dude. Right. Boom. So Friday night after Power Slap, we have a huge big, uh, we got all the boys out. All the boys that, you know. Watching Taylor. I don't want to throw, how about Taylor? Taylor? He was up 100, lost 30, still up 70, I think because of you. Oh, he's up 700. Excuse me. What? Bill Luan is up seven hundred thousand dollars. Will finally dove in on this trip, and and you know Will plays at a much lower level. Will's up thirty thousand this trip. Jeez. Let's go, Will. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay.
Okay, right here we have Will Compton, Taylor Luan here with us. Oh Guys, what do you think of Vegas as a Super Bowl host city? So far, it's been a very great week. Yeah, it's been a good time. it looks like you're having a good time, according to Dana White. Yeah, Dana um, might be the best or the worst relationship I've ever, I've ever had in my entire life. He, uh, I started gambling with him in March, March 11th. It was the first power slap event. And it's truly terrifying. I've never really gambled ever. More yeah. than like a couple hundred dollars hand sitting with the boys at yeah. doing a O-line trip right. after a season. And uh, truly takes you by the hand like a father figure. Looks at the dealer, says give him 30. I doesn't mean $30, means 30,000. And he puts, wow. a, puts a bet down, you go back and forth. It truly is a tunnel of chaos. Yeah, yeah. the tunnel of chaos is the right way to describe it. Guys, this week has Everybody's won. <laughs> Everybody's won. We just, the entire, we just said that right now. Tonight we'll lose everything. Yeah, I know. That's all I'm hesitant to say. The entire Barcel crew, there's like seven of them last night. One by one, it was like a merry-go-round. Like, who, who, who's next? Oprah Winfrey. Who, right. who wants some cash? Yeah, yeah. What money do you want? Right. What pull money do you want? Look under your seat. Here it is. Yeah. They pull it out. It, it's, it's, it's been crazy. It was an experience, to say the least. Yeah. How much are y'all enjoying it? I mean, I mean, everybody's been talking about your podcast and what you guys bring to the table. How much have y'all have been enjoying, enjoying doing it? And why do you enjoy it so much? I, I mean, the easiest answer to say is we love doing it. It's so much fun. When this idea uh, started to come about, it was Will's idea. He came to me. He wanted to take that next step, but was nervous. Obviously, the fear of failure, the fear of whatever, as you're jumping into a new thing, especially For in sure. a public setting. When you're playing a sport, that's already you're, you go into a meeting room and you're looking at the film and you're always constantly being judged for what you do. Now you're doing something off the field as well that everyone can see in a public eye. There was a lot of nerves there. And to go and see where it's kind of what's happened with it has been an unbelievable is there experience. There's an isolation element to it like for example if you're on the team 53 man roster what have you it's all of y'all mm. but it's two of y'all I mean obviously you got producers behind the scenes stuff like that but I'm just saying do you look at it from that perspective that it's more isolation in terms of being able to zone in on y'all this is really really on us as opposed to the collective whole that's what I'm asking I don't think we knew it first until we did our very first episode and then realized like okay we got to have some sort of plan of action going in because an interview would be e an interview is easier because we can kind of lean on each other right. but when it's just us and you start to like learn from shows like yourself and all the the Barso pods, the McAfee's of the world, and you realize you need to throw some segments in there. You need to have a little flair. Right. That's when we started to try and figure out, not get too buttoned up. You know, right. kind of keep your your autonomy about it. Right. But that is where we started to lean on that. And then you get to you get to do your podcast with your best friend. And Shani, and you know, at transitioning out of the NFL as a player, you there is that there is that fear of what yeah. are we going to do next. You're like laying your head on the pillow. I'm a backup special teams guy. Nobody's going down in Roger. front of me. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to have the resume to be a free agent guy next year. I need to start figuring out what I want to do because when you're in the league, you're funnier, you're better looking, your jokes right. are funnier, all that stuff when you have the shield on. But I think the thing is what guys don't realize right. is that when you play football, you're good at football. You've been good at something for a very, very long time. Now you're stepping outside of your element. And most people are not willing to step outside of the element because of the, what you mentioned, the fear of failure. I like, I like staying in my little box, something I'm good at. I can bowl, I can shoot a basketball, I can play football. But now we're going into something that we're not trained to do, which is media. Um, I don't think any of you guys were journalism major at your respective <laughs> no. universities. And so now all of a sudden, even though we're not the classic, like a Stephen A, classically trained in journalism, we still have to have that element. How difficult was it to say, you know what, I'm not really good at this, but I'm still willing to take a chance and let's see where it goes. And then you start having success and you're like, okay, I can get better. I see ways I can get better.
get better. It was for me personally. Anytime you did an interview in the league or something like that, it, for me it was like I enjoy the center of attention. I'm an offensive yeah. lineman. Usually you're supposed to be seen, not heard type of situation. Correct. But for me, I took every opportunity to kind of show a little personality and back and forth. So I knew it was an interest of mine. I knew right. like I enjoyed, you know, the opportunity to talk ball, talk with friends, talk with interesting people. So when it came to doing it, I, like I literally looked at it as like, oh, this would be a fun hobby for me. I had no idea it would turn into what it was. And once you started to see, oh, this could really be something. The chemistry between Will and I and the guests that we have on, the ability to allow them to let their guard down and let them know that, hey, you say something on the show, we'll cut it. This is not going to be one of those got you shows. Right. Yeah. Make it You're not more looking like for a, clickbait. Yeah, right. not looking yeah, for real clickbait types of things. Yeah. It's right. really allowed us to grow and improvise and adapt in ways that we, we didn't even see coming. But how, because what I also tell guys, is like, look, if you plan on being in media afterward, you can't wait till you're done and say, okay, I need to start looking for a job. Yeah. Right. You need to start building that foundation while you're in the league. Go to your local news station. If they have a segment, talk about it. Get, uh, uh, you know, do a radio show. Yep. Uh, we're running out of time. Oh, I'm sorry. Real quick, guys. <laughs> Obviously, busting with the boys. Barstool Sports. So great to have both of you. Can I get Super Bowl predictions, Taylor? God, my my heart says uh, 49ers. My brain says Chiefs. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go 49ers. I think they deserve it. I always think about George Kittle when they played last time. Yep. Him sitting on the field, staring off in the distance, mumbling to himself, "You're not gonna get, you're not gonna get the best of me. I will be back. I will have this." And uh, I, I just think the 49ers finally take it home this time. But the Chiefs, it's so hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. 34-17, 49ers. Wow, uh, 34 yeah. really? I like that. Precise. Yeah, I really? like that? I do. I, I do believe that. I think uh, Kansas City, they beat they beat a Miami team that was very that was injured. They're, they're built like a track team out in zero-degree weather. You can throw that one in the trash. The Buffalo Bills, the uh, Buffalo Bills, we were rooting for them, but their defense was not very good, so you can throw that one in the trash. Baltimore should have took care of business. I wish Baltimore would have took care of business, Shannon. <laughs> but that one right there, they don't come out and run the football and stick to what they do yeah. best. Yeah. Yeah. So in my yeah. opinion, I'm throwing that one in the trash. I think the 49ers throw it. I know we, we got to go. I think yeah, that prediction go. is nuts. And I tell you this right now. Stephen I'm, I'm very worried worried about that San Francisco secondary. I really am. Mm -hmm. I think they can be had. I think they can be exploited. All right, you'll have to continue the conversation on one of your podcasts. No, no, I need no, your prediction real today. quick. Yeah. You got there? He's going yeah, on today? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm with Taylor. My head says the Chiefs, but I've known Christian McCaffrey before he knew himself. I played with his dad, Kyle. I've known him since he was 12. I played for his dad. So you emotion? Yeah, I am. So you emotion? Yeah. Well, at least you meant it. Yeah. I, sure. I thought you was going to deny it. No. I thought you were going to deny it. Thank no. you so much for being with Kansas me. Kansas City 31-27. You see how she didn't even ask me? Barstool Sports, Bunsen with the boys. I'm trying to get plugs, things done, commercial breaks. The girl's got a J-O-B to do. Let me live. We'll be back after this quick break. You don't let me live. I'm just trying to make Everyone happy. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, 
visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Time for a quick take special moment yesterday. Kobe picked his statue moment and it was revealed. The Lakers revealed there will be two more statues of Kobe, one in his number 24 and one with his daughter, Gianna. Shannon, what did you think of this choice? Well, it was uh, it was uh, in, in honor of the 81-point effort against the Toronto Raptors in Staples, and I remember that game because the Broncos had just lost earlier that day to the Pittsburgh Steelers in the AFC Championship game, so I remember going back to my hotel and watching this ball game. But nobody is more deserving. They can't put enough statues up in front of the crypt to honor that man. He's unbelievable, and I'm glad I got an opportunity to see him play, and I'm glad I got an opportunity to, become, to talk to him personally. I miss my friend, I miss my brother. It's always sad anytime his name comes up and we're celebrating his accomplishments because I know how much more he had in him mm-hmm. and life cut entirely too short. I want to applaud the Los Angeles Lakers and everybody associated with that statue, not just because of the one, not just because of the additional one that is coming, but I love the fact that another one is coming with him and Gianni. Yes. Gianna, I think that is absolutely wonderful, a wonderful gesture, a wonderful suggestion, um, and I just can't say enough about it. It was definitely more than apropos. I still have, I direct, I uh, DM'd him about 35 days before his tragic passing. I still have that DM. I still look at it and can't believe that I'm, I'm having a conversation with him and he's gone. Yeah. It doesn't. Vanessa Bryant is, I still believe, she's the strongest woman I know. Because when I talk about it, I get emotional. How she's able to stand and talk about the man that she spent the better part of 20 years, two decades with. And their daughter. Four children and their daughter. I don't know how she do it. I don't. Absolutely. My favorite player of all time. Uh, Before we let you go, official Super Bowl prediction on the record. Ten seconds. Uh, I'm going to take the 49. I'm taking my heart to 49ers. My head says Chiefs. Kansas City. 3127. Okay, we will see you all after the big game. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll be live together like a happy family from Vegas. Have fun, be safe, enjoy Usher. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply.